Imagine a future. The freight trucks that deliver bread and milk to our grocery store shelves and the buses that take children to school and, and parents to work. Imagine all the heavy-duty vehicles that keep our supply lines strong and allow our economy to grow. Imagine that they produced zero emissions. Well, you all imagined it. That's why we're here today. Because we have the ability to see what can be unburdened by what has been, and then to make the possible actually happen. Okay, I, I wanted to play that so you can just sound hear how foolish this woman is and how they keep trying to press this bullshit, zero emissions, green energy trash. Like, legitimately. Like, who put this woman in charge of anything? I feel like they just bounce her around to see if anything she says sticks with anybody because she's supposed to be the border czar. She's supposed to talk about, talk to uh, the Ukraine and Russia and, and be, like, the fucking mediator between them. And she's supposed to teach people about green energy. She's supposed to talk to little kids about the future of the, the planet. All this bullshit. None, none of it sticks because no one believes it anymore. She's such trash. You know, and the fact that they're still trying to push this because of this energy fuel crisis going on is is also trash. It's it's unfair. It treats people like they're stupid. And I got a few clips today that I want to um I want to play and, and comment on. Basically, my approach to headlines because uh, of this major gas spike just in the past weekend past couple days since thursday i want to say uh so i just want a few reminders along the way and of what's going on from then in the previous administration versus what they're telling us now reliance on a single foreign supplier can leave a nation vulnerable to extortion and intimidation that is why we congratulate european states such as poland for leading the construction of a Baltic pipeline so that nations are not dependent on Russia to meet their energy needs. Germany will become totally dependent on Russian energy if it does not immediately change course. Here in the Western Hemisphere, we are committed to maintaining our independence from the encroachment of expansionist foreign powers. Reliance on a single foreign supplier can leave a nation vulnerable to extortion and intimidation. So, uh, hips. Hold on. so that was President Trump on one of the summits, uh, energy summits, when he was in office. And he was pointing out that you cannot, you, you need to stay away from um, having to be reliant on Russian energy and Russian fuel, or you're just going to keep empowering them. And I mean, this is the guy who was in, don't forget, was, was in, it was Putin's puppet, even though he's telling people not to give them billions of dollars like we are now for their number one uh, export. So he was talking to the places right now who are in trouble, Poland and Germany, you know, as well as other nations about the, the, the problem they're having now with fuel because you, like we're still doing now, you give money to Russia, you're fueling this war 
against Ukraine in this invasion against Ukraine. Now, if you, you, you'd have to see the video, but in the video when he mentions that Germany is going to become reliant on, um, on Russian oil, the German sector of that summit, they showed him on camera, they were laughing at him. They thought it was funny that they would do, they would have to they were going to rely on Russia which they do because this whole turn green everything I mean, is is ridiculous this whole reset is ridiculous it's 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 not reality at the rate that they're 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 making us try and think that it's possible it's not going to flip a switch it's not it's not gas prices are up nationwide on average, they're four cents. I believe it's four cents lower than, or eight cents. Excuse me, it went up sixty cents a gallon last week, more than sixty cents. We are four or eight cents away from being at an all-time high in the history of fuel of gas prices since two thousand eight. Okay, um, diesel is up to almost five dollars a gallon this is on average now if you live in major areas like where i live or the coastal cities um majors where the ports and a lot of um there's a lot of travel the prices are, are actually higher in massachusetts now it's at uh, an all-time high in eastern massachusetts it's up from me asking friends from the south shore to me in the north shore up to new hampshire it seems to be around four between 420 430 i want to say it's about 425 the state average is at about four i think it was 416 i want to say and which is the highest it's ever been on average so a lot of western mass doesn't pay as much as we do up over here and wednesday it was my regular fill-up day for me is Sunday morning, Saturday nights, Saturday or Sundays, somewhere in between. The gas prices always rise on the weekends. We know that. And Wednesday it was three seventy-nine. Thursday morning it was three ninety-nine. I was like Jesus, you know. But I was like, I don't need gas. I'm like, I'm not gonna, you know, just fill it to fill it. And then I was like, it's not gonna move. It already went up. And then it went up again by Saturday. Uh, up to 425 and that was uh, in three days last night I was on the phone I called a buddy from mine of mine uh, a liberal buddy of mine I have to throw that in there and um, he's in North Carolina and he drives for a living he uses his own, his own vehicle and he's got a few uh, a fuel efficient vehicle and he was at I believe he said it was at like 359 or 379. By the time our conversation ended, right before we went to bed, it had already risen to 420. And literally, within a conversation, again, granted it was an extended conversation, but within a conversation essentially. And we are, as a country, going into meetings with Venezuela, who, you know, the, 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 the Marxist socialist leaders down there to give them money to get their oil as opposed to just turning literally flip, flipping the switch here or a flick of the pen and a flip of the switch here 
We can make our own oil. We literally have oil here. It's, this isn't like a foregone conclusion bullshit. We don't have anything. We do. The pipeline opening up won't do us any good at the moment, but in the, if it never closed, it would be a lot quicker and to getting to the point of back to energy independence. It seems like it's a joke to people. Um, now there's potential talks to go to Saudi Arabia and talk with them to produce more oil and... Now, if you don't know, these oil-producing countries are known for burning oil to keep prices at where they want it to be. They literally burn pits of oil. You can go over in the fields and see them burning. It's just fires of them burning oil so they, 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 um, so they can keep the prices where they want. And that's, not a, that's nothing new. So they can produce more if they really want to, but they're not going to because they want to control the market. And that's just how it works. You know, in something new. And it's ridiculous to sit there and think that we just won't flip our own switch. We'd rather pay Iran, Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, and Russia for fuel, for oil, and gas, rather than produce our own. What are we funding? I'm not trying to be conspiracy theorists on this, but we're all clearly funding something. I couldn't imagine what it would be like if China produced oil. Because then we would be screwed. Talk about being owned by them already. You know, I mean, it's bad enough that they're sitting there saying that they're doing this to Russia and that to Russia, and they're not doing anything to Russia because Russia now, Visa and MasterCard decided not to allow transactions over there, and all that turned into was Russia getting to, into financial bed with, um, with China now. Shocker. So... When, you, when someone is to ask the United States government and the White House what is going on, this is the answer. The reason why the price of gas is going up is not because of steps the president has taken. They are because President Putin is invading Ukraine, and that is creating a great deal of instability. All right. The, the reason why the gas prices at the moment are going up, at the rate that they're going up, might, is because of that. The reason why they have been going up over the past year is because of Biden. I could play countless. I mean, you know what? Let me see if I can find one real quick of the, the predictions that our previous administration that everybody hated so much had made about what was going to happen to gas prices in uh, if Biden was in office. Here we go. We have more oil than anybody, okay? And it's uh, an incredible thing that have, it's happened over the last few years, a lot of great things, and you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8, $9. Didn't they say, get rid of your car? Prices at some local gas stations, they're way above the average. Well, across the street from the Beverly Center, one of the most expensive places in L.A., drivers are paying this, nearly $7 for regular unleaded, nearly $8 for premium. Drivers said they were surprised and not in a good way. So while he was campaigning, Trump had called this. We all, you know, those who, who followed his rallies had, had known this. And to say that somehow this has nothing, like there's plenty of people saying this has nothing to do with Biden, this has nothing to do with what's going on, blah, 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 blah. When you have somebody who two years ago said it was going to happen if you put this guy in office and look what happens, I mean, 
it's it's kind of mind blowing to me that people don't seem to um, get it that the decision that he had made and decisions that he hasn't made has affected our wallets and our pockets. This goes along with inflation too. Now I had this guy on Instagram from England, of course, going back and forth with me about. Oh, the whole world's dealing with inflation. The whole world's dealing with blah, 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 blah. And like, you know, basically saying you Americans are egotistical. I mean, of all places are egotistical. I mean, England, seriously, like they have the biggest egos of, of, of any nationality in the world. So he can really just shut it. But like he was clearly trying to show that too when it's thing. I was like, dude, why are you so angry? Now, first of all, the supply chain issue is actually affects the rest of the world pretty much worse than it affects us. Now, the inflation has a lot to do with other things that are going on in this country. And that's do with spending money nationally and printing money and buying these bonds now that aren't go that don't go on in other countries so he can just shut his face and just to be a contrarian to be a contrarian because it's not the great these people who think they know everything about the united states and living here even though he did live here at one point he said um it's ridiculous because you know the the worldwide average per the un um United Nations, even though I don't really care for them, but uh, economics is that the worldwide uh, averages, groceries overall are up 20%. If you want to break it down to separate things um, throughout the year, um, steaks are up 20.1%. Chicken is up uh, 9%. Uh, what else we got here? Man, I don't really care about mayonnaise, but mayonnaise price is up apparently 20%, as much as 20%. Excuse me, eggs are up um, around 12%. Some places I've seen 16%. Cereal is up about 5% more expensive. Uh, vegetables, they now the vegetables I don't believe. The vegetables they say are about 6.5% higher. Um, they're actually a lot higher than that. Uh, from what I understand, I don't buy a lot of vegetables. If you saw me, you'd believe me. And then, so one of the big things that that they, you know, the the the, the Democrats are good for are taxes and raising taxes is one of their favorite things to do. But you know, this administration says we're not going to raise taxes. It's not going to cost you a dime. Well, if gas is up, uh, what is that? Let's see. We're at four thirty, and it was two dollars when he entered. So that's a hundred and ten percent on average. So gas is up one hundred and ten percent with the decisions he's made. The food is up on average worldwide twenty percent. I mean, what's obviously things are different here and there, but if your food bill is up twenty percent, then anywhere from ten to twenty percent. That's another. So if you look at it this way, those are taxes on you. So. If you're if inflation's up seven and a half to eight percent overall, inflation includes everything as opposed to the specific things like that you buy the most of, like steaks and the chicken and the eggs. Um, but overall, there's things that aren't going up. So that's why the number seems a little hinky. And plus, it doesn't include gas prices and uh, things of those of that nature. The so if we're paying, we'll say an average of ten percent more on daily living overall between gas and groceries and eating out and we know it's actually probably more than that but we'll say 10 to 15 percent more that's a tax on top of the tax we already pay for everything and already so there's no good going on here there and the thing is is there's easy solves to this but this is where the the 
exposing of the corruption in 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 governments go i mean this isn't just a democrat republican thing as far as the corruption is concerned this is like this corrupt democrat uh, republicans who are going along with this just as much you know as far as the leadership and whatever else you know he's leading the way this is their solution this is pete buddha shit talking about just one of the solutions to this oil crisis transportation can bring significant cost savings for the american people as well Last month, we announced a $5 billion investment to build out a nationwide electric vehicle charging network so the people from rural to suburban to urban communities can all benefit from the gas savings of driving an EV. So his thing is everybody should just go out and buy an electric vehicle. Think about that. Like his solution. Like he said, this isn't the first time he said it. He said it last month as well. His solution is to that we should all just go out and buy electric vehicles. You know what the average price for a, an electric vehicle is? $55,000. And with all the supply chain issues going on, and you can't even buy a used Tesla with 20 something thousand miles on it for about 40 grand. Who's got that money? I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of people who do, but what normal middle-class person has that money? Never mind having to set up the, the charging thing here. They guess they give you money and they do it for free or whatever the bullshit is. But then your electric bill skyrockets. Where does the electricity come from? So we're feeding into their, their plan because and they think that you can just, do you think you can get an electric car right now? Everybody knows there's a waiting list on electric vehicles. There, there has been. always. You're not going to drive a shitty one. You're not going to drive one. Like if you're an off-roader, you get a bunch of family members. You, 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 what are you going to do? Buy an SUV? What's that going to cost you? A hundred grand? It, it's ridiculous. Like what they think they're doing. They think we're stupid. This is, it's just the whole plan is blowing up in their face. And they think it's working. They think this is a thing that works. It's absolutely disgusting and absolutely horrific. Like, it really is. And there's people who defend this. Like, I seen a fact check today. It was a meme. It was a joke meme where it says, you know, it was a, well, like a picture of somebody, I forget. And it says, you know, it, and the caption was, oh, how do you feel that, you know, gas was 187 and blah, blah, blah. And now you're paying $6. And then the fact, it didn't have a red fact checking thing on it. And I checked, I clicked on the fact check and I was just like, I got to see this. And it says the actual gas price was not $1.87. It was more like $2 at the time. Okay. First of all, it didn't say anything about national average. Whoever made the meme could have been living in fucking Kansas where it was $1.87. So the, these fact checkers are sitting there trying to defend this stuff. These Democratic fact checkers. Democrat funded fact checkers. It's absolutely ridiculous that they think we're fucking stupid. They literally think we're stupid. And obviously it comes from the White House, they think we're stupid. And it just, it, it, it makes you absolutely it should make you absolutely nauseous about what these dipshits are doing um and it see what else we're gonna go through some quick headlines here uh, after a year of gaslighting public jensaki says it's disturbing politicians are peddling conspiracy theories and casting doubt in vaccinations um no because it's truth i don't even have to read that um, beyond that headline i'll just make my own assumption about what it says and they've already it's already come out everything everything that was said it was a conspiracy theory about the vaccinations has actually come out to being true as far as their effectiveness as far as people getting sick and um and as far as kids not needing it and the damage it's done to them um a shooting outside of a high school 
I don't care about that. Peter Ducey calls out Jen Psaki for blaming record high gas prices on Vladimir Putin. You know what? I am curious. I'm waiting for, I'm actually waiting for a reporter to ask the White House and ask or ask the press secretary, do you really think that the American public is that stupid? I just would love to see them answer it because it's like they're blowing smoke up our asses about everything and it's cracking me up. I want to see, I want to hear this. We're all going to hear it the first time. Um, I want to read to you, if I could, Jen, uh, some comments from people we've met at gas stations today. One woman saying, I just never imagined to see the cost of gas be this high. Another said, it's a huge stressor to my financial situation. A huge stressor. It's kind of like something I've stressed about, like during the day, will I be able to afford gas? How much money do I have? What is the White House, what is the President's message to Americans who are going to the gas station today and seeing prices so high? Well, the President's message is that he is going to do everything we can, everything he can, to reduce the impact on the American people, including uh, the price of gas at the tank. What is also true is that because of the actions of President Putin, because he invaded a sovereign country, that created instability in the markets. That is something the President talked about even before uh, Russia and President Putin moved forward with their actions. Uh, but we have already taken steps. The President has already taken steps. Historic release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, one that's done in a coordinated fashion. And clearly we will continue to have conversations with large oil producers and suppliers around the world about how to mitigate the impact and and consider domestic options as well okay first of all the our reserves is not for this our reserves is for when we are at war ourselves that's what it's for it's not for opening up and giving it to other countries which is what he's he's speaking of and what she's speaking of all right clearly they are not Doing, looking at every option. You should have thrown at the end that, oh, it has to do with even domestic. I mean, the domestic option is there. Like, how is, why are you going everywhere else in the world first except for here? So let's see what happens when Peter Ducey asks afterwards. It sounds like you guys are blaming Putin for the increase in gas prices recently, but weren't gas prices going up anyway because of post pandemic supply chain issues? Well, I, I think there's no question that, as we have seen, and outside analysts have conveyed this as well, the increase in the anticipated continued increase, which is, I think, what some of your colleagues were asking about, that that is a, a direct result of uh, the invasion of Ukraine. And also, there was an anticipation of that uh, that, was, that uh, was, uh, was factored in as gas prices have gone up. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it was factored in. So what she's, what she's trying to tell us is that um, when Peter Ducey asked that wonderful question, let me repeat the question. Um, it sounds like you were blaming Putin for an increase in gas prices recently, but weren't gas prices going up anyway because of post-pandemic supply chain issues? So what she's saying is that um, the increase that was going up prior to the actual invasion was due to the fact that they were anticipating the invasion. So they were raising the prices. That's what she's trying to blow up the smoke up our ass and tell us, like, that's why. Like, I mean, again, thinking we are so stupid and that we don't understand, like, what's going on in, in, in basic finance. It doesn't, it, it's not it. It's not. I still would love Peter Deuce to ask, do you think the American public is that stupid? Oh, wow. Um, what else is going on in the, some headlines here? 
I already played that stupid Kamala Harris clip. Um, yes, there is a... Um, Russia did offer the Ukraine some terms and they will stop you know, fighting or whatever else or attacking. So, I mean, I don't think any of these peace talks ever go anywhere. Um, <coughs> 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 oh, geez, excuse me. Smoke this cough. Don't smoke, people. Um, what else we got going on here? Democrat Jay, uh, Jay Appel equates Russia's invasion of Ukraine to Trump's Trump Nation's voter rights legislation that bans midnight drop boxes and cries voter ID. I, like these comparisons that people try to make and blow out of proportion is mind blowing to me. Um, Black Lives Matter operatives convicted of arson, vandalism after attempting to frame conservatives for their crimes. This happens a lot, folks. Um, if you have seen a lot of these um, fake hate crimes that have gone on on college campuses and other places, and then they go on, they say, like, you know, they'll put up anti-Jewish stuff and whatever else, and then they find out a black person did it. And you know what kills me? A black person will sit there and paint a swastika and nothing will happen to them. It doesn't go up as a hate crime because they were trying to frame somebody else. If a white person was put up a anti-Jewish you know, Jewish thing and say that a black person did it, they would they would go to jail for a hate crime. It's it's nauseating because you clearly hate the people. You're just putting the blame on saying I didn't do what somebody else did, but somehow that's not a hate crime. It, it's fucking mind boggling. It, ha- it happens more often than it needs to, and it should. Um, I think that's really about it. I mean, ooh, what is this? Orange County athletes who plan to participate in sports this year must have an electrocardiogram test. Why is that? There was a I don't know if I spoke about it in a previous podcast, but there was a uh, a post from a clinic where you, when 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 kids, I, I believe in college too, but I don't know how they handle it in college, but in high school, you need a, a physical. And when you get a physical, it's just to see if you have a heart problem or not. That's really all they're testing for. The physical is, is pretty damn basic. They just want to see if you have a heart problem, and that's it. Now, this clinic, and I want to say it was Pennsylvania or Virginia, would not allow... Um, any kid who took a vaccination to they wouldn't sign off for them to play a sport because the, the uh, potential for the myocarditis from the vaccination. So if they didn't sense anything at the moment, they they signed them off. They could get in trouble for signing them off. So now it looks like in Florida they might be doing the same thing. Let's read this together. Florida high school students in Orange County must take electrocardiogram tests this year to play in sports. This is a new requirement. This seems a bit strange. Could have anything to do with the vaccines. Um, students who plan to participate in OCPS athletic programs must complete a physical each year. New for the 21-22 season, electrocardiogram screenings are required for high school students wishing to participate in electric, I mean, athletic programs. Um, ECG's screenings help identify athletes who are at risk of sudden cardiac arrest, which is leading cause of death in a- athletics, it, which is true. You you hear year after year a couple of kids dying throughout the summer training in football, at least, of heart attacks um, or heart problems, which is frightening. You even hear it happening in games, and whether it's hockey, mostly hockey and football with with high-contact games. Um, ECGs will be required of all high school student athletes prior to the start of, okay, we just read that, through local me- medical providers and organizations. Um, please, please listen to the rights below. And it doesn't say why, but um, magically, it probably is no. Oh, we'll see what Mr. Um, Big Rig has to say. I wonder if this is going to come through on the, um, on the speaker. Yo. 
What up? I'm doing the podcast because you said you're going to be quick, and that was an hour and a half ago. Oh, so that's quick to you? You're, you're, you're on recording right now, just so you know. Hi, world. How's it going? You still coming by? Because you can still do the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you now? Are you still at your mom's? Where? In Saugus? Yeah. All right. All right. Well, when you get here, you get here. Let me close. Let me close out. Let me just close out this just half first. All right. So anyway, so um, yeah, I mean, this is just a way for these these doctors and hospitals to kind of protect themselves, and I kind of I really don't blame them. Um. But that's, that does kind of close out anyway. What we're going to do the first, what is this, the first half an hour? Because, yeah, we're going <laughs> to, the big rig and I are going to come in here and change up the pace a little bit for part two. We're going to do a continuation. Um, actually, no, I'll just end it here and we'll just do part two separately. But thank you for listening. This was the uh, Our Chitty Opinion Podcast. Triggering left this one episode at a time, or one opinion at a time. I would like to give credit to my North Carolina photo bro, Scott, for um, giving me that tagline, whether he, he inadvertently, because um, I, I appreciate him listening to the podcast. And he said he, he kept texting me and would get all, all, I guess, triggered about the things that I would say. And uh, so I was like, I need a tagline for the podcast. And um, Dad just said, screw it. You know, Trigger and left us one episode at a time. It seems to be working. Uh, so, uh, yeah. But I thank you for listening. Listen to the next podcast. It's going to be off a little bit different than uh, the normal bitching and complaining. So we will uh, we'll see you then. Until next time, see ya. See ya.